Well, hello again. I'm Andrew Marquez, and this is the Baptist on the Bible podcast. Here is your 7 at 7 devotion, a seven-minute encouragement from Scripture offered every Monday and Friday at 7 a.m. Today, we're continuing our discussion out of 1 Peter chapter 4, and the title of the series is Suffering the Way to God's Will. If you recall from last time we were together, we recognized that this entire chapter is about suffering and how the entire chapter is actually uh, per, covered in parentheses uh, with the idea of God's will being accomplished. And so somehow God's will is accomplished in our suffering. And so let's go ahead and look at the verses together. We're going to look at verse 1b through 3 and kind of explore how suffering kind of molds us into a pure uh, follower of Christ. And the way it does that is it helps us to cease from sinning. And that's the theme of today's devotion. So beginning, if you will, at verse 1b, it says, Because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. For the time already past is sufficient for you to have carried out the desire of the Gentiles, having pursued a course of sensuality, lusts, drunkenness, carousing, drinking parties, and abominable idolatries. Amen. What a powerful passage of Scripture. Again, last time we talked about how we needed to arm ourselves for the affliction that may come. In fact, that will come. And now we recognize that in Christ, looking at suffering, one of the things that we can look forward to in suffering is the reality that by suffering, we cease from sinning. We stop sinning. In fact, anyone who has suffered in the flesh, Peter tells us, has ceased from sin. Now, is he saying that you just can't sin anymore if you've experienced suffering? I don't believe that's what he's saying. I think really what he's talking about is how uh, when you suffer for the sake of Christ, you recognize what's at stake. And by experiencing the sufferings of Christ that he suffered on our behalf, we realize that it is our sin that put Christ on the cross. It's the sin that you committed, the sin that I committed, that caused Christ to have to die on a cross, to have to experience terrible torments, uh, whipping, scourges, and it is because of what you and I did. We have to remember that. And when we experience suffering ourselves, we're united to that suffering, and we look at our sin in a different way. And it helps us to recognize that we need to turn from this sin. We need to not do this anymore. It, it, it is just horrible in the sight of God, and it becomes horrible in our own sight. And so we have to refuse to sin any longer. We have to recognize that the suffering that we experience is aligning us with God's will. It's bringing us into his very good will, because that's what it says here. He who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, okay? And the time in the flesh, we don't live for the lust of men, but we live for the will of God. So suffering helps us to recognize our sin for the wickedness that it is, help us, helps us to despise our sin and to turn from our sin. And then it helps us to recognize that the will of God is through this suffering road. And so we embrace that road because we know it brings us into God's plan. Have you ever prayed, Lord, I, I want to know your will for my life? I know I've prayed that prayer. That was big on my mind when I was a younger man. And it's still big on my mind because big decisions will come up and you want to make sure that you're walking in God's will. Well, one of the things that helps guarantee you're in God's will is when suffering for the faith is brought upon you. You know that God honors that and he calls us to that for Christ. And so it's not that we look for suffering. Suffering comes when we live out the will of God in our lives. And it's a confirming experience. 
And finally, we just have to recognize that the time for sin is over. Have you ever considered, man, I, I, I miss the days before I came to Christ when I could sin like I want to? Uh, hopefully, you don't dwell in that line of thinking very long because that's a very uh, dangerous road to go upon. But, you know, sin is entertaining. Sin is f- uh, a fulfilling experience in many ways for a short time, and that's how Satan traps us. He gets us to look at the short, immediate road to gratification, and we participate in sin. But it is destructive in the end. In fact, Paul says that it gives birth to death eventually. And so we have to turn from sin. And so if you are ever thinking, well, you know, I can continue to keep some of this sinful uh, lifestyle going on in Christ, you're wrong. That, that day is over. Uh, look at what Paul, uh, Peter says. The time already has passed. The past time is sufficient for you to have carried out those desires. Get Get them out of your system. They're done. They, they died with the old man. And so don't turn back to them. And then he lists several sins that are symbolic of the desires that we might want to turn to. And notice what they are. Sensuality, lusts, drunkenness, and carousing. You know, drunkenness often leads to carousing, and it happens at drinking parties. Uh, we, we know that the scripture has very negative things to say about alcohol and the use of drugs and things that would cause you to lose control. Remember that the Holy Spirit brings self-control. That's a fruit of the Spirit. But that the devil will encourage the loss of control where you give over to your passions and desires. And we need to be really careful as Christians to stay away from things that would cause us to lose control because we are growing in the self-control given by the Holy Spirit. And then finally, abominable idolatries. A lot of these different events of drunkenness, drinking, and participating in lusts were tied up into the worship of the gods in the first century. And as terrible as it is to think about committing these sins today in Christ, knowing that they they caused him to die for our sake, uh, it was also tied to worship of false gods, of demonic spirits. And we have to recognize as Christians today, when we engage in sinful behavior, oftentimes we are subjecting ourselves to demonic influence. And these uh, idols, you know, they they end up gaining control over us. And so it's so important to recognize that when you step into suffering, all of that becomes apparent and you recognize how foolish it was and how dangerous it was to live a life like I used to live. And as a Christian, we run from that behavior. We march right into the will of God and we don't fear any suffering that may come. Okay, we have had our time with sin, and that is no more. I want to close with this poem. What happened to time? When I was a child, I laughed and wept. Time crept. When, as a youth, I dreamed and talked. Time walked. When I became a full-grown man, time ran. As later I grew older, time flew. Soon I shall find while traveling on, time gone. I hope you'll make good use of your time. God bless. Take care.